0: everyone, welcome to The Thoughtful Millennial, the podcast where we reflect on our rapidly evolving attitudes on everything from mental health to how to become a more sustainable human. Hey John.
1: Hey Alima, how are you?
0: I'm doing great, thank you. What about yourself?
1: I'm good. Um, I was traveling around last week because I had to do some paperwork in Peru. But thankfully, everything went well. So, yeah, I'm just really happy.
0: I mean, that just sounds amazing, right? My my equivalent to doing paperwork is going to the local supermarket post office. <laughs> and the fact that you have to go to Peru, that's just, it's so exotic. I'm really jealous.
1: <laughs> I'm actually jealous of you because it's really convenient for you. You don't have to yeah. do, like go really far to do something. But, yeah, things What's of life, true. you know. That's true. I was thinking that probably today we could talk about values especially about how actually sometimes in life we end up negotiating our values because of you know circumstances of life and how probably if you went through that experience uh probably what we can do about it right so i yeah. know what do you think about it
0: yeah i mean for sure i think i think we all know what the right answer is like yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't negotiate or compromise our values, but we also know that that's so much easier said than done. Um, and so I, I definitely feel like it's an important question, uh, especially in, in today's world where everything, workplaces are all about diversity and inclusion, um, and there's loads of social movements trying to make that a really hot topic. Um, it's really important that we we know ourselves. Um, for sure, there was a a lecture I was part of um, once when I was doing a sustainability course, and we were actually doing personality profiles. You you know the kind of thing I'm talking about, right? We've mm, all yeah. done it. You're you're either a leader, a helper, data driven, or something else.
1: Anyway, yeah, yeah. these
0: these big groups. And I remember. Doing that and the lecturer at the time, he made a comment. Um, I did one of those personality things as if I'm at work, and one of them as if I'm outside of work or at home. And I came out like quite different. And I remember him saying to the group in general, not just to me, but he said, if you find yourself at work acting kind of differently to how you would at home not in terms of you know speaking professionally that kind of thing but more in terms of you know being extra smiley or extra agreeable whereas at home i'm i'm a moody cow sometimes um he said if you find that you get back from work and you're exhausted like emotionally drained as well that's really not healthy that means that you're changing yourself so much at work that you are having to engage yourselves in in ways that are counterproductive. And I thought, oh, that is what I do. And um, I do feel exhausted when I get back from work. And I must admit, from when he said that, I made a conscious effort to be more myself at work. You know, not having to smile all the time, not having to agree all the time, not being super moody, like not taking it to that extreme, but just maybe being okay with who I am and people at work having to kind of deal with that. And I must admit, working from home, it's it's been a joy um, because I can do that much more. But that's on a very kind of true-to-myself value. That's a lesson I picked up on um, a bit later in life. And I would just say that's something just to check yourself on every so
1: often. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that because, you know, for me, especially, and I went through a really interesting experience a time ago where I met someone who wanted to really negotiate my values. Um, And it was like, I would say it's a different experience from yours because um, I would say that yours comes from the idea that you wanted to probably know yourself better Right, you wanted to, uh, like because, in my perspective, when you don't know yourself enough, um, it's easy to adjust to the environment, right? Right, and sometimes you will, I don't know, maybe you have like a, a, a boss that is, I don't know, a bit strict in a way that is, I don't know, maybe disrespectful. Let's imagine, um, but then because of that, because probably you are afraid of, I don't know, uh, whatever, getting scolded or something. Uh, you're going to just start to agreeing everything. And that's not good, right? Because then probably they will tell you, oh, you have to come on on, on, on the weekend um, and you have to work over time. But right. because you don't want to create a problem or something like that, you're going to just agree to that. So, yeah, I totally understand that. Um, but, you know, also like coming from a different perspective to that, in my experience, you know, with this person, well, not only one, but more than two, I would say, Um, it was for me easy to try to adjust to them in a way that probably they would arrive late to a meeting we had, Mm -hmm. and they would be one hour late. So for me, trying to be on time is really important. I mean, I don't do it all the time. Of course, I'm human. I make mistakes. But if if something happens, I try to announce it, uh, you know, ten half an hour before uh, whatever happens, but they would just tell me that the time that I arrive, that they would be late for an hour. So that would be really frustrating. And because I didn't want to create more problems, I would just yeah. agree to that and, you know, just let them be. <laughs> when actually I wasn't making them be accountable for their actions. Um, so it was like after therapy, I've realized that it was a way of also negotiating your values, that something that is essential for you is not for others, but that doesn't mean that they should just disrespect whatever is essential for you, especially if they say of, I know they are someone that is important in your life, right? So I I totally understand your perspective.
0: How did you kind of tackle that conversation afterwards, after you realize, well, actually, timeliness is not a value I'm going to compromise. Sometimes if you're not a confrontational person, like, it's really difficult to navigate through those conversations. Like, do you have any advice on how to tackle, how to express your value to somebody else?
1: Yeah. So, okay, this is something that also a therapist told me, that basically you shouldn't, like, attack anyone. You shouldn't take it also as personal first. You shouldn't assume what they are thinking, because no one in life will just go and live trying to hurt you. Um, I think everyone right. is just le- thinking of, of themselves. Right. But um, you should also be open about how y- you feel about something without really blaming anyone. So let's say, for example, like in this in this scenario where they arrived late, I would actually say, you know, um, I was expecting you to arrive on time because that was important for me, uh, but I would like to know if there was, like, a really important reason why you didn't do it or how you actually tackle the timing for meetings that probably will, you know, make me reconsider how we schedule things, you know, like you're not really telling them, oh, you are the one to blame because you didn't care. No, you're just actually asking for their opinion uh, first and then, you know, just letting them express themselves in a way that they can also be open about how they are feeling about a certain situation.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really sounded like. So it's just trying to have that two-way two way dialogue, right?
1: Mm, and I think yeah. something
0: else that is coming through as you speak as well is trying to set yourself kind of the boundaries of what is acceptable and what's not acceptable as well. Like, is that... I mean, I suppose I, I'm just trying to reflect on if I've done that. Sometimes when I... Have experienced something and I think about it later on so past the fact it's happened I realize actually I'm not cool with that the reason this thing keeps coming in my mind is because that's not acceptable to me I really should have stopped it earlier like how how can we do that how can we sit and how can we set boundaries before we know really what our boundaries are does that make sense
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh (laughs) It's super philosophical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I think that it's about knowing yourself in the end. It's like, what are you willing to accept and what, you know, what is hurtful probably for you or what you really want nothing in your life of. So, for example, um, let's say that you meet someone who is always really pessimistic, right? And right. they are like let's say they are your partner or something, and it's it's kind of hard to handle, right, but then the idea is if you want if you don't want actually to negotiate your values because probably that's something you don't want in your life right the the negativity, then it's about setting the boundaries to know in I know, to what extent you're willing to accept something that you don't really like at all.
0: Right, okay. So it's not about saying I don't accept it at all. Mm-hmm. It's about saying, okay, I, I'm willing to tolerate it to this extent and then beyond this, no, it's not Exactly, on. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like any kind of, I know, for me it's like every kind of relationship because, yeah, like there won't be, for example, a- anyone in this world that would be perfect for us. Like, that would be the perfect partner or anything. But then, yeah, there would be probably one person or, you know, depends on each person, but there would be, like, imagine one person that you will like a lot. But then, of course, it will have things that you don't like that are really, I don't know, really bad even. But then it's about, it's up to us to know what or to what extent we are willing to accept that part of the person. Because if we are not willing to accept that, Um, then it's going to be just hard for us to, I don't know, for me to maintain a relationship in the long term. Um, But I don't know, like, do you agree with that?
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I, I do agree. And I think I try, I definitely agree from a personal perspective, personal life perspective. If we apply that to a workplace lens, Sometimes it's more difficult because you're contractually obliged to be in a place you might not necessarily want to be with or work with people you might not necessarily want to work with. Right. And so I'm trying if I apply the logic of boundaries, one of the things I struggled with, especially, I think the more you progress in your career. That's almost there's actually a, a flip sometimes when you're very young in your career, you're just out there to impress. And then when you become more senior, you get more responsibility. So you have to deliver more. And so the idea of setting boundaries becomes really difficult. And something that I had to learn pretty quickly, because I, I definitely became ill with the amount of work I was doing. Something I realize now is a lot of workplaces, one of the things they want you to do is have ownership, right? The buzzword, have accountability, Treat this business as if you're the CEO. And then on the flip side, they're also saying, oh, yes, we value work life balance. I call bull, right? Because we have accountability of our own lives, whether we uh, are running uh, our household, whether we're running our own social circles, whether we have children, like we have to manage that. And we really are kind of CEOs of that life. And then when you have a workplace that's also saying you know we don't mind how much you work as long as you deliver the results and then they're setting you impossible targets you are suddenly in a position where you do take accountability but you're having to take hours out of what you're contractually obliged to do to deliver that and so I feel it's really important to set workplace boundaries like life is always the priority with work Everything can wait until tomorrow. I fundamentally, and that's something I had to learn the hard way. Um, So I think you're right, like, absolutely know yourself. um, But to try and, like, not learn the hard way, to not have to be burnt in order to set those boundaries, I would say just become more protective of yourself. And so knowing what you want from life and knowing what you want from work and and ring fencing them and protecting them means that you shouldn't one shouldn't interfere with the other so that's something you could do as a preventative measure like that's something I I have now done as well um and and actually I probably have the best balance I've ever had in any career yeah to date thank (laughs) thank goodness
1: yeah that's awesome but you know like your example of Okay, no. First of all, I'm really happy that we can share our experiences and our points of view um, in these topics because I think you are, like, most focused into work-life balance, you know, and you have that experience. And I also like to share these kind of ideas about relationships, which is, is, I think, you know, really cool. But, you know, what? actually what what you were saying about uh, work-life balance made me think was that, it's also not good to go to extremes, right? Yeah. It's like, because otherwise we would just be quitting all the time to every single joe, we have. True. <laughs> because, True. yeah, there is one thing that we don't like. And because of that one thing, and because I know you respect yourself, let's say, uh, you just quit. And it's like, that's also not healthy because you are going to the extreme that you are not accepting this range that we mentioned before, right? True. I think it should be about uh, what you just said, that, there, You need to be protective about yourself, but also that doesn't mean that you have to be co- completely closed to things changing. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, I understand, for example, when you are in a, working for someone, then you have a contract. And probably the first year or so is amazing. You love the, the, the place, you love the environment, the people, but eventually things can change. And then right, if we are like two extremists or if we go – too much to the extreme we we'll just avoid everything and just really not enjoying everything, but yeah, I think it should be just about knowing that there are limits, there are boundaries that you should really follow, and you know the wider they are, the easier I believe is to deal with people you probably don't like, because yeah. then you accept it, you accept them for who they are but you also don't want to change them. But you know in which place at what time you want to stop something that you don't like.
0: That's an awesome reflection to finish on. I think you're right. I need to probably be a bit more flexible with my boundaries. I think I've been burnt once or twice, which makes them really rigid. But you're absolutely right. We need to proactively know that they are moving boundaries and moving ranges and we our comfort zone hopefully hopefully the more we experience and stretch ourselves the more our comfort zone builds and Mm -hmm. yeah that should be the aim so then when we're old and wise nothing phases us
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure so yeah thank you halima um it's always really cool to talk about these topics with you and especially because i learn a lot about work-life balance with you
0: <laughs> same here no it's a pleasure um and we'll chat with you next week
1: yes see you soon bye bye, bye.